chapters 1 through 5 of the first epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Corinthians, from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Farrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 1 Paul, chosen by divine will, an apostle of Christ Jesus, and the brother Sosthenes, to the assembly of God existing in Corinth, purified in Christ Jesus, to the chosen saints, with all appealing to the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, theirs and ours, in every place, grace and peace to you from our Father God and Lord Jesus Christ. I always give thanks to my God at all times for the divine gift granted to you in Christ Jesus, by which you are enriched with him in all things. And as with full reason and full knowledge the evidence of Christ was confirmed among you, that you may not be deficient in any spiritual gift, having received the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which will also support you until absolutely perfect for the day of our Lord Jesus, for that God is faithful by whom you were chosen into a fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. But I beg of you, brothers, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you would all reason alike, and that there may be no dissension among you, but that you may be trained in the same mind and into the same judgment. For it has been made known to me respecting you, my brothers, by Chloe's people, that there are disputes among you. What I mean is this, that you each declare, I am for Paul, or I am for Apollos, or I for Cephas, or I for Christ. Can you gamble upon Christ? Paul was not crucified for you, or were you baptized in the name of Paul? Thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one should say that I baptized into my own name. Yet I baptized the family of Stephanus. Beyond this I do not recollect if I baptized any others. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to evangelize, not with philosophical argument, so that the cross of Christ might not be fruitless. For the reason of the cross is certainly folly to the reprobate, but to us, the saved, it is a divine power. For it is written, I will destroy the philosophy of the philosophers, and upset the cleverness of the clever. Where is the philosopher? Where is the professor? Where is the investigator of this age? Has not God made folly of the philosophy of this world? For when in the divine philosophy the world did not perceive the God through the philosophy, it pleased God to save the faithful by means of the folly of preaching. While the Jews demand a sign, and Greeks search after philosophy, we proclaim a crucified Messiah, a certain offense to the Jews and folly to the heathen. But to the chosen, whether Jews or Greeks, Christ a divine power and a divine philosophy. For the folly of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. For contemplate your vocation, brothers, that not many eminent philosophers, not many powerful, not many high-born, on the contrary, God has chosen the foolish of the world so that he might shame the philosophic and God has chosen the weak of the world, so that he might shame the strong. And God has chosen the low-born and despised of the world, and the poor to depose the possessors of power, 
Therefore none can boast in the presence of God. But from him you exist in Christ Jesus, who has brought a philosophy from God to us, as well as righteousness, and purity, and redemption, so that, as it is written, let the triumphant triumph with the Lord. Chapter 2 And when I came to you, brethren, I came not proclaiming the evidence of God with grand reasoning or philosophies, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I came to you with weakness and fear and great timidity, and my thoughts and my language were not clothed in captivating philosophical phraseology, but in demonstrated spirit and power, so that your faith might not be in human philosophy, but in divine power. But we can speak philosophy among the perfect, but a philosophy not of this age, nor of the useless leaders of this time. We speak instead a divine philosophy in the hidden mystery which God ordained before the ages for our rectification, which none of the leaders of this age recognized. For if they had recognized, they would not have crucified the master of that rectification. But as it is written, what eye had not seen, and ear had not heard, and what had not entered into the human heart, God had prepared for those loving him. But God has revealed it to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit investigates all, even the high purposes of God. For what comprehends the human faculties except the indwelling human soul? And thus none comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. And we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit proceeding from God, so that we can distinguish the gifts God has granted to us. And what we speak is not in learned reasonings of a human philosophy, but by spiritual teachings, comparing spiritualities spiritually. But a brutish man does not entertain the thoughts of the spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to decide upon them because they are spiritually investigated. But the spiritual man investigates all, whilst he can be criticized by no one. For who knew the mind of the Lord? Who could have taught him? However, we possess the mind of Christ. Chapter 3 Yet, brothers, I am not able to speak to you as to spiritual men, but as to animal, as to infants in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not able, nor are you yet able to eat it, for you are animal still. For when there is rage and strife and dissensions among you, are you not rather like animals than conducting yourselves like men? While one declares, I am for Paul, and another, I am for Apollos. Are you not merely man-followers? What then is Apollos, and what is Paul? Ministers by whom you believed, and each endowed as the Lord decided. I planted, Apollos watered, but God prospered it. Consequently, the planter is nothing, nor the waterer, but God who prospered it. Yet the planter and the waterer are equal and each will receive his own pay according to his own work, for we are both God's workmen. You are God's farm, God's building. I laid the foundation like a skillful architect according to the talent given to me, and another built. But let everyone take care how he builds, for none can lay a different foundation to what is laid, that is, Jesus Christ. 
But if anyone builds upon this foundation gold and silver, costly stones, wood, hay, straw, the work of each will be made known, for the day will show it when it is revealed by fire, and what the work of each is the fire will prove. If one man's work stands, he will receive pay. If the work of another be burnt up, it will be lost, but he shall be saved, although as from a fire. Do you not know that you are a divine temple, and that the Spirit of God lives in you? If anyone corrupts the temple of God, God will waste him away. For the temple of God is holy, whatever you may be. Let no one deceive himself. If any among you thinks himself to be wise in this age, let him become a fool, so that he may become a philosopher. For the philosophy of this world is folly compared to God. For it is written, He catches the philosophers in their own craft. And again, The Lord knows the arguments of the philosophers, that they are empty. So then let none boast about men, for all are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or a ritual, or life or death or present or future, all are yours, but you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Chapter 4 Let a man regard us as being servants of Christ and administrators of the mysteries of God, and for the rest, it is sought in administrators that each should be found faithful. But for myself, it is quite indifferent whether I am criticized by you or under any human indictment. Neither, on the contrary, do I criticize my own self, though I am conscious of nothing against myself. However, I am not acquitted on account of that, but the Lord is my judge. Therefore do not decide before the time, until the Lord comes, who also will throw light upon the concealments of darkness, and will show the intentions of our hearts, and then the commendation will come to each from God. But I have transferred these remarks to myself, and Apollos, brothers, for your sakes, so that you might learn by us not to go beyond what is recorded, nor to be puffing up one against another. For what ennobled you? And what have you that you have not received as a gift? And if you accepted it, why should you boast as if you had not received it? You are satiated now, you are wealthy now, you reign without us. Indeed, I wish you did reign, so that we also might reign with you. For I fancy God has exposed us apostles as death-doomed, so that we may become an exhibition to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools through Christ, but you are wise in Christ. We are feeble, but you mighty. You are in honor, but we in contempt. Even until now, at the present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and are stripped and flogged and homeless, and we labor working at our own expense. Being cursed, we bless. Persecuted, we give support. Abused, we give consolation. We are become like outcasts of the world, refused by all, even until now. I do not write thus reproaching you. On the contrary, I wish to correct you as my dear children. For if you should have ten thousand instructors in Christ, yet you have not many fathers in Christ. For I begot you in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Therefore I advise you to become imitators of me. 
For this purpose I have sent to you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remind you what my ways are in Christ, and how I teach everywhere in every assembly. However, as some may be elated at my failing to come to you, I will come soon, if the Lord will permit. And I will know not the talk of the boastful, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in talk, but in power. What do you want? Shall I come to you with a rod, or with a loving and gentle spirit? Chapter 5 It is commonly reported, there is depravity among you, and such depravity as never is among the heathen. That is, someone has married a wife of his father, and you are self-elated. But should you not rather be sorrowfully indignant, so that the person who has done this deed might be expelled from among you? For I, although absent in body, yet present in spirit, have decided already, as if I were present, that the person who has done this shall be delivered in the name of our Lord Jesus, my spirit and yours agreeing together in the authority of our Lord Jesus, to deliver that fellow to Satan for destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of our Lord. Your pride is not noble. Do you not know that a little ferment ferments the whole mass? Clean out the old ferment, so that you may be a fresh mass, and thus you will be unfermented. For Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us, that we may keep a festival, not with an old ferment, neither in a ferment of filth and wickedness, but on the contrary, with unfermented purity and truth. I wrote you in my letter to have no association with fornicators, not altogether with the fornicators of this period, or with the debauched and rapacious, or idolaters, since you would then certainly need to go out of the world. But now I will write to you not to be associating with anyone called a brother, who may be a fornicator, or debauchee, or idolater, or a blackguard, or a drunkard, or rapacious, not even to eat with such a fellow. For how does it belong to me to judge those without? Should you not judge those within? But God will judge those without. Throw out the profligate from among your own selves. The end of chapters 1 through 5. Recording by Mark Penfold.